We start three. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Take One. I'm Rev. And I'm Gotham. And today we're going to talk about basketball, basketball, and even more basketball. First, we're going to start with how Gotham thinks the Nuggets belong in the top tier teams. Then we're going to move into if Curry is a top four in MVP voting. Then we're going to talk about the Suns, who has the most potential in the NBA. A nice little game in the middle. Then we're going to talk about how the red-hot Atlanta Hawks and what we think about them. And then we're going to move into talking about the Grizzlies, who the most underrated player in the, in the whole NBA is, D. Wade or James Harden, which has been a really, really controversial topic on TikTok. And who do we think is going to make the plans and who's going to win the playing games? So with that being said, let's get started. So after yesterday or the day before, they beat the Nuggets. Actually, they beat – let me make sure I'm not messing this up. They, they beat – was it yesterday, I believe? No, no. Yeah, they beat the Heat yesterday. I'm sorry about that. Uh, they beat the Heat yesterday by 17. And so I, I actually texted Gotham this. I was like, do you think the Nuggets are going to be a championship-level team? And he answered yes. So that's why we just brought her onto the podcast. And so yeah. I'm going to let him start first, and then we can move into it. Mm-hmm. I definitely think the Nuggets are a championship contender. I know Jamal Murray getting an ACL tear is like a big, like a big setback because he was he was having a career year, twenty one points, five assists, four rebounds, and he was he was really a a playmaker and a sharp creator for himself and for others. But the, I believe that the Nuggets having Jokic, uh, Will Barton, and the advent of Michael Porter Jr. and even like uh, Aaron Gordon and the way he's been playing recently would be enough to at least make the Western Conference Finals or even, like, push into the actual finals. Because, okay, first of all, like, Michael Porter Jr., I've been, I've always been a big fan of him since I started watching watching him in the bubble. He's been averaging 20 points and 10 rebounds for the last two months, and he's been shooting it, like, 55% and 45% from the field and, like, 93% from the line. And Jokic has been his, doing Jokic things, getting triple-double type numbers, 26, 11, 9. Will Barton is also having a career year just in terms of three-point percentage. I mean, it's not great, but at the same time, it is his career best. And Aaron Gordon's like, he's improved his percentages, even though he's not been taking, like, the same amount of shots he's take, it was taking in when he was with the Magic. He's still shooting it almost 60% from the field and scoring at a decent click. And I believe, like, overall, even the bench play is, like, coming up. Like, P.J. Dozier and Composo are great playmakers, and they kind of, like, work around well with the shooters that the Nuggets have. And, uh, yeah, that's why I think the Nuggets should be a, can be a dark horse for the championship. Here's where I disagree with you. Jamal Murray's. Uh, prayers out for him. I hope he's doing well. Hope he has a speedy recovery. <laughs> to start that that right there, that, that just right there, that's your one missy averaging like 40 per point per game playoff score. Okay, okay. In the playoffs. But but okay, okay yeah, let yeah. me finish. Let me I'll let you talk. I'll let right, you fine, talk. Fine, fine. It starts with a he him, his injury, I think, just puts him off. 
I was I was okay with them before. But I just don't think I just don't think they're like in like the top two in the Western Conference. Top three, I can include the Suns in there because I'm a huge believer in Chris Paul. But I can see why they would be a top three team with Jamal Murray like in the Western Conference for a title contention. Without him, I, I just don't see it. I know Jokic has been brilliant, but can he really compete with LeBron James and Anthony Davis with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? No matter how bad Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were last year, I think they're going to bounce back. And those two teams there too, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, I was like yesterday, the day before I was actually watching them and Chris Paul had nine points, Devin Booker had like 11 and they beat the Heat by like 30. And, and that's what I was talking about the last week too, the, the Suns bench depth and everything. I just think the Suns are better than them. Jokic has been great. Aaron Gordon's a great addition to that team. They're just, I, they, I, I don't think they have what it takes to get over LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Lakers. They couldn't do it last year with Jamal Murray. They can't, they won't be able to beat, the only reason they beat the Clippers was because of Jamal Murray. Same thing with the Jazz too. They beat, they only beat the Jazz because of Jamal Murray. Okay. It was, he was literally averaging like 40 that season. Yeah, that 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 is true. But at the same time, Michael Porter Jr. is such is Michael such Porter a Jr. Great, okay, okay, you're so, right. You're right. He's so nice. He's, he, okay, you're like, right. You're right. How much did he, how much did he average in the playoffs? Last year? How much did he average in the playoffs? Last year? He 12, wasn't getting thirteen. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Listen, listen. He wasn't. He wasn't getting the same minutes he's getting right now. You're right. Okay, okay. I, I know. I, I agree with you. I, I agree that Michael Jordan has been better. But who's replacing Jamal Murray's forty points per game? Okay, okay. Jamal Murray did not average. I mean, he played okay, amazing. Okay, something like that. Something like that. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me. I'll pull okay, the okay. stats, but you keep talking. Okay, okay. So Michael Porter Jr. in his like twenty-three minutes in the playoffs last year averaged twelve points on great efficiency. He's playing thirty minutes a game this season, and he's putting up eighteen and eight with uh, an assist and a block. Do you know what this man could do in the playoffs? He's, you know, he's been putting up in these last two months crazy numbers, 22 and 10 on 60% from the field. You know how nice that is? And he's like, he's also like shooting a great from three in the month of like, in month of April, on month of March. Okay, he's been, he's been great offensively, but we know he's he's a defensive liability. He, okay, he is. Okay, he is, but he makes up for that by like his hustle and rebound. He can get the boards, he can get... He can like he can defend decently on like the wing at times, but then like sometimes like he has this weird like I don't know defensive lapses. That's the best way to put it. And but he makes it up with his offensive game like against the Heat like you were talking about. He put up twenty five on 10, 25 and ten on ten for fourteen shooting. He's really efficient and he's been he's been on a roll. So so you think, think that you think that Jamal Murray is like his vacancy has been filled by Michael Porter Jr. I mean, not just Michael Porter Jr., just because... I think, I think the team got worse without Jeremy Grant. Because I remember there was two games last season against the Lakers mm-hmm. where J- Jeremy Grant was popping off. I think that's what got him the big con- contract in Detroit. I, I Okay, I think Aaron Gordon's cool and all that. Maybe he'll fill it out. But again, that's my argument. Like, I mean, they're not beating the Lakers. They literally have the same roster with maybe an improved Michael Porter Jr. That's nice. But and Aaron Gordon. They really... They, 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 they lost a lot of people. Like, okay. For example, okay, true. I'll bring that up. Okay, you're talking about the Lakers, right? Jamal was mm-hmm. 19, 32, 28, 25, 21. Maybe not 40, but that's still a lot. I don't think Michael Porter Jr. has that in him. Also, I mean, like the playmaking of Jamal Murray, too. Michael Porter Jr. doesn't have that. Yeah, that's true. 
That, that is true. But then, okay, playmaking it doesn't it doesn't have to be Michael Porter Jr. doing the playmaking. Just because just because Jokic and Campazzo, they all do that. Okay, okay. Playmakers on that team. Let me let me let me re-ask the question. Do you think the Nuggets are better than the Lakers? Healthy Lakers. Uh, Same team that beat them last year. Even better now. That's what everyone's saying with Dennis Schroeder, Trez, Drummond. I mean, you think the Nuggets can compete with the Lakers? I mean, Healthy I, mean, Lakers. I, I definitely think they can compete with the Lakers. Competing is not a problem for the Nuggets. Not without Jamal Murray. Not without Jamal Murray. Maybe five games series, six games series max. I don't know. Do you think they're better than the Clippers? Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely think they're okay. better than the Clippers. Okay, why do you think they're better than the Clippers? Okay, okay. I know, I know y'all, y'all be talking about pandemic P, this and that, but he is for real not clutch in the playoffs. At, like recently, at least. I'm talking about this last year. He shot a abysmal percentage from the field. He had like one or two good games in the playoffs. And he blew a 3 1. I'm not denying that. I, I agree with you there, but I just think that there's no way he repeats that. If he makes five more shots there in that game, do you think Kawhi Leonard is going to repeat that performance? Do you, do you think Kawhi Leonard? You know how much five shots is? Ten points. That's a lot of points. Exactly. You, that's what I'm saying. If he made five more shots, if, that is not something you just say so easily. If it's like, oh, if he made, this I know game, he's capable of it. I, 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 mean, I yeah, for but, sure know he's capable of it. I know he yeah. could drop. Uh huh. I, I, I can for sure know Paul George is capable of dropping ten more points than what he did on that game six and seven. Paul, oh, Kawhi yeah. Leonard, he just struggled that game seven. I know. Way more than capable of what he's capable. Of. I know you're no, you know what he's capable of. Yeah, I saw him destroy us, but at the same time, just like the way that he performed in the, I know he's like Paul just had, had has had great stints in the playoffs where he he just puts the team on his back and does everything. Like you can see that when he was in Indiana, he was putting up twenty eight and nine. And mm-hmm. he was like the main. Indiana is different. Indiana is different. Indiana Paul George is so nice. Like I think that is his. That was his prime. Like at least the, like the last few years going into OKC, but like last year, he shot forty like thirty nine percent from the field and thirty three percent from three, mm-hmm. and he put up twenty points in his thirteen games. Like you can't. I, that's, like, I, I, okay, and I'm not saying that wasn't bad. I'm saying he's not going to do that again. I mean, okay, he's he's done that previously. Also. And then like, okay, and then okay, okay, fine. Put it that way. Uh huh. But then okay, then what it really comes down to is I, I think even twenty points per game is way more than anyone that in the Nuggets is going to average a second, like a second option. There's no way not, MPJ is going to drop twenty. I don't think no, he's capable he's of doing what Paul George does. Okay, okay sure, sure. Okay, sure. Okay, even that. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So. Paul George, he's a better defender than Michael Porter Jr. If you're if you're Michael, saying that Michael Porter Jr. can compete Michael with Porter, Paul George, Michael Porter Jr. plays the shooting guard, right? No, sorry, the small forward, right? And Paul George is a shooting guard, guard. right? Mm, shooting guard or small forward? Shooting guard, small forward. I th- I think uh, Michael Porter Jr. is more of a wing player, so he won't be he won't be on uh, Paul George. Okay, then who's he gonna be on? Kawhi Leonard? Probably. Or, or, okay, so or, I, I, or, I would love that matchup. Please put or, Michael Porter Jr. and Kawhi Leonard. He's either going to have Kawhi Leonard, I think, or whoever the, who's the power forward for the Clippers right now? I think I'm it's Mar- sure Morris, right? Yeah, Mark, uh, Marcus Morris, yeah. Yeah, he's going to destroy that matchup. Marcus Morris is not a chance. Marcus Morris is a great. He's, I, I, 
I, I, I think I think we're underrating the Clippers right now. They're Kawhi Leonard. You saw him two years ago. What he did to the Bucks. Okay, okay. I remember. I mean, we all remember what happened to you. But you are not dropping Jokic and Michael Porter. I know, like I'm. You think I'm a cool Okay, you're Michael you're Porter elevating team. Michael Porter Jr. to an All Star level, which he's not. Okay, but he's been averaging twenty two and ten. That's nice. I'm, he can average twenty two points per game. But he's not good defensively. Nice. His defense is not like terrible. Like, he's. I, I don't think they. Can, okay, your argument. Player. Your argument is they can compete with. He can. The they Lakers can and the Clippers. Compete. They can definitely. Okay, maybe with the I, I think I don't think it's gonna go past six. I think Nuggets. Yeah, you're right. Nuggets winning four two. My point exactly. Okay. Okay. Right, remember, the just remember. Just remember that you said this, and when the playoffs come, if they if they lose in five or six, because Jamal Murray was hurt, you you I'm can clip this. this Okay, yeah, we clip it. We clip it. We clip. You can clip this and put it on all, right, all your short clips. All right, all right. When they when they beat the Clippers, don't don't come. I'll clip this and put it on. You're not story. beating the Clippers. Okay, the Lakers is a little bit of a stretch, but they're definitely beating the Clippers. I can say they're not beating. Them. I can say that from my chest. I think the Clippers have a shot at being the best team in the West. No, they're not beating Lakers. the Jazz either. How are they going to beat the Jazz? Didn't Same they, team as last year. Upgraded Mike Conley. The Nuggets lost. I mean, yeah, the Nuggets lost Jamal Murray. There's okay. no way. There's no with way. The, with the current standings, right? When when They're when the, would the Jazz and the Nuggets face up? First, second round, right? No. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I don't. They're gonna play the Lakers in the first round, and you literally just told me it's a stretch if they even beat the Lakers. Oh yeah, because these people coming back. I forgot. But okay, the Lakers might not. They might finish at the six seed just because, like, uh, what do you call it? What's the Portland is gaining, kind of, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's just like the Lakers don't really care about this. They're just waiting for LeBron and to be fair. Mm. Whoever, whoever gets that matchup in the first round, right, kind of screwed. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, we gotta move on. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, and, so uh, okay, yeah. Put put up your finishing point. We're gonna clip this, and then as soon as they get owned, I'm gonna. I'm gonna play it on this very <laughs> podcast, all right? This very podcast, and you're gonna have to explain yourself. Like Max <laughs> Kellerman and Tom Brady, the Cliff. I'm, it's gonna oh be like gosh. that. It's it's not. It's just not. Okay, okay, okay. I'm fine. gonna let you have. I'm gonna let you have your moment, and then we can move. Uh-huh. On. I so this is why I think like these are all the points. This is why I think the Nuggets are a top team in the West, and they have a, they're dark horse for the for the championship. And uh, yeah, I believe I believe in Jokic. I believe in MPJ. Uh, Mile High City, let's get that dope. All right, right. okay, okay, yeah, we're done with that topic. <laughs> yeah, continue. I have not. I'm in a loss of words to see you think that Michael Porter Jr. is in like same league as Paul George. Hey man, you just see what's gonna happen. That's all. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. Okay, okay. As we saw two days ago, Steph Curry dropped 21 points in the first half. Will Chamberlain on the all-time Warriors list. Mm-hmm. So the topic we're going to talk about is first, actually, you want to see Gotham, what are your thoughts on that? And then we can move into our question. I mean, Curry's just crazy. He just passed Will Chamberlain as like the leading scorer for the Warriors franchise, I think, right? And mm-hmm. You're right. That's what I said. He played exceptional that game against the Nuggets. I was watching it. He I mean, played was... exceptional yesterday, too. I think he dropped. I didn't watch yesterday's game, i got to be honest. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. something else. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I he, was, he was brilliant yesterday too. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch. That. I mean, they were playing the Thunder. They dropped 147 points. Yeah, they dropped. I, I wasn't. I wasn't really that in- invested in that game. Yeah, uh, he dropped 42 points in 29 minutes yesterday. Jesus, and then Curry dropped 53 against the Nuggets, mm. shooting 10. Your Nuggets, by the way, your Nuggets, your Nuggets. I, I, fine, fine, bro. Like it happens time to time. There's defensive breakdowns at times. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Don't okay. don't hate on the player. Hit the game. All right, all right. Keep going, keep going, keep on. And MP- oh, I'm not gonna talk about it, but yeah, he's definitely having an MVP, MVP, MVP type season, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but. At the same okay, time, okay, okay. I don't think we'll, he... we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. I just want to like before we before we even talk about all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to say, Steph Curry, thank you for changing the game. Like the amount of people I've seen influenced by Steph Curry is ridiculous. Facts, facts. Mm, he's completely changed the game, and to be, I think he's the greatest warrior of all time. I don't think, I don't know how many people actually think Will is the greatest warrior. I haven't really thought about Will as the greatest warrior, mm-hmm. but. In my eyes, Will is the greatest warrior of all time. I mean, not Will, Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just I just want to congratulate him. I think he has yeah. a lot more milestones to go. Future Hall of Famer, three-time champion. Mm-hmm. Definitely, so definitely. I'm just I'm just really excited for one of the most influential players uh on the NBA today. Mm, yeah, today, I think all time, just with the shooting and everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could see that. Right, but let's move into the debate. It's another mm-hmm. thing that I think me and Gotham tend to disagree on a lot of things, if you can't tell. But I said I said Curry is a top four. It's the top four in the MVP race right now. Mm-hmm. And you said no. So you want me to go first? You want to go first? You go first this time, Kurt. I went first last time. All right. I want to start it out by saying... Uh, Everyone, like, top five, my top five MVP candidates, they all deserve the award. Like, it's just who deserves it more. Like, they've all played really, really exceptionally well this season. But then I'm going to start start saying, I got Jokic, Dame, Embiid. Embiid just – if, if Embiid was fully healthy – actually, no, I'm going to drop Embiid because I have Dame at three, Curry at four, Embiid at five. I think Embiid's just missed too many games. Yeah, I mean, no. Actually, yes, he missed, what, two, three weeks? And Curry's just been remarkable, hasn't he? We see yeah. saw what he's done. I mean, yeah, without him, without him they, they lose by 64 points. <laughs> With them, they win. They beat, they beat the Nuggets. They beat your Nuggets. Mm-hmm. I just think what Curry brings to the Warriors when he's out, well, you saw it last year, too. How bad were they last year? Okay, they were really bad, but they didn't have. Like, okay, you're, you're okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, okay, let, okay. Let me, let me. Continue, continue, continue. I think Steph's impact on the floor, MVP wise, I think that I think that's what defines MVP. You take him out the team, where does the team, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I think Jokic had a kind of MVP season for sure. He's my MVP right now. Mm-hmm. Dame's been ridiculous. Yeah. Harden, Harden's been really good too. I think there was a stretch where I thought Harden was the MVP. Mm-hmm. He got injured. He's dropping down slowly. Right, uh, right. There was LeBron on my list for a time, but obviously injuries. LeBron. And Embiid. Okay, Embiid's oh, yeah. an interesting case to me. I think Embiid is 
more than capable of winning MVP. It's just I don't know how the voters are going to react to his injuries. I think that's the biggest concern. Yeah, because he was also out for, like, a really good – he was out for about 25% of the season. That's if he plays the rest of his game. He would be out for 25% of the season, I think. Because he missed – he played 37 games out of the sixes. Uh, what is 38 plus 17? 38, 38 plus, 17. plus 17 is, like, 55. Yeah, so he missed 18 games. So that's, like yeah, – that's, that's a lot of games. Yeah, that's, that's 25% of the season. So either he has to get into the 40, 50, 50, like 50, 40, 90 club and average 30. Otherwise, I don't think he's going to win or have a chance to win anything. Just you, said, you, said, you said he missed 18 games? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, he missed 18 games, give or take. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just calculating something. 20, that's exactly 25% of the game to be fully safe healthy. Yeah. But, yeah, and if he – the only thing, the only way I would see Embiid winning MVP is that if he has a crazy last, whatever, like 17, 18 games, he has to uh-huh. be putting up 30 and, like, 15 or something. And I know just, he's capable of that. I know he's capable of that. I just think oh, injury-wise, mm-hmm. injury-wise. And, and you told me, you told me that you had you, – you told me you had Embiid ahead of Steph. Oh yeah, I definitely do. Okay, okay. Here's my here's my list. I think Jokic is like right for me. It's like undisputed number one right now. I don't, I don't think it's undisputed. I think okay, MVP I is nothing is I think undisputed. Okay, like, yeah, but I I just want to say this. I think if Dame mm-hmm. goes on a if the Dame does what he does at this time of the year, go mm-hmm. on a nice little win streak where he takes over forty consistently, mm-hmm. I think he has a fair shot at MVP. Oh yeah, I think the Nuggets are gonna progressively get worse without Momer. I just want to say that it's your the turn Nuggets now. My get, the Nuggets might get worse without him, but at the same time, Jokic will still do his thing. If not, his play will be elevated just because he's the only guy providing on that team. And, at the, okay, wait. I was saying my MVP list. It was like Jokic, then I have Dame, and then after that I have Embiid, and then I have Harden. And then I have. I think it's a toss-up between Curry and Giannis, but I would rather have Curry at number five than Giannis. But I think I saw this stat right about James Harden. When he's playing with the Nets, he, he's twenty six and seven. When the when the when the what do you call it? When the Nets are with him, and without him, the eight and nine. So he has a very similar impact to what, I mean, Curry's impact is crazy on the Warriors. I saw this stat where it was like they have the worst offensive rating in the league without Curry on the floor, and then with Curry they have like a top ten offensive rating. But Harden has like a similar effect on the Nets, just on the way he's able to play make and like score it by himself. I think he's leading the league in assists right now, and I mean, he's okay, still okay. a really efficient wanna... scorer. Mm-hmm. And he's on triple double watch. I I just I, I agree with you on Harden. Mm-hmm. Keep going. My bad. I was... Okay. Yeah, that was my last point for Harden. So yeah. Okay, but like, so who do you have for? I'm sorry, I I didn't understand who you had it. Oh, I had Harden at four. And okay, so you had Embiid at three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I, be- I think it just comes down to mm-hmm. me saying that him missing games takes him out of MVP contention. I don't think that should take him out of MVP contention. Just because okay, there's like there's like a, there should be like a set amount of games which you have to like do to qualify for MVP contention. I think yeah, that one number is seventy one, one or ooh, seventy. It's it's seventy two games even this year. So it can't be yeah. that. Seventy percent of the games. 
No, I was saying there's I was saying there's 72 games this season, not 82. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about like seventy percent of the seventy-two games. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Or so Embiid can can miss like one or two more games and still be in contention. But if you miss, yeah, for me, I, I think for me, I think for me, one fourth of the season is just enough. You put yeah. it into terms of one fourth, that sounds a lot. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Embiid's greatness. Embiid is like ridiculous. Last night, 39-13 on arguably the yeah. best team. A lot of people have ever seen in Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Okay, but yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I, 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 I understand. Like, I agree with you. I think that mm-hmm. Embiid's performances definitely, if he was fully healthy the whole season, he's number one for me. But I just think, I just think the injuries are throwing them off. That's just that's just my set of opinion. Obviously, that's something that we aren't going to decide because we're not voting. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just where both of our are just doing this with the injuries. Yeah. I I can see that viewpoint where Jokic, I mean, not Jokic, sorry, Embiid missing that many games could have a really effect on the voters, the media members, or whoever is, oh, excuse me, voting for the MVP. And, but at the same time, you can't, again, like, you didn't deny Embiid's greatness or anything, but just don't. Like the when you watch him play, it's crazy. Like he's he's almost unstoppable. You have to just hope you miss the shot, because I, he can pull up from three. He can get in the post. He can shoot a mid range. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can say the same shoots. thing about Steph Curry. You can say the same thing about Steph Curry. Every time he shoots, you gotta be mm-hmm. worried. Oh yeah, I definitely. Mean, I, I, definitely. Mm-hmm. Continue, my bad. I mean, you're fine, but like I just think Steph is the same thing. I I don't think, I think Steph. Overall, is a better player than Embiid. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're making a top five list, I would put Steph over Embiid any day. I don't I think mean, that's a question for me. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. Just, but just I'm talking about this season alone. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I agree with you. I think Joel has been better than Curry this season. But you also uh, got to take in consideration that six mm-hmm. were still good without Embiid. Well, mm-hmm. that's much my bad on that. But <laughs> I think I think that, that they were still nice without Embiid, but. We mm-hmm. saw how bad the mm-hmm. Warriors are without Steph. And I think that's just a key point that we really haven't brought up. I mean, that is true. But at the same time, Embiid has a lot of help compared to Curry. And they can't deny that. Like, he has Ben Simmons and Curry just has Draymond Reed, which he's cool. He's nice. Triple-double machine. Best blue guy in the league. But he doesn't really have anything else. And that's why like his team's record isn't good. See, if I think Curry could have made the fourth or fifth seed with the team that he currently has, I would say he I would say that he's like almost like a surefire one or two candidate candidate. But they're like ninth right now in the West. Twenty seven yeah, record's a big part. In the yeah, end, I think it just it, it just comes down to me thinking about injuries. You saying that maybe a few more games, but again, uh, obviously for time we got to move on. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was a thing I got really really heated on our group chat. It was between Chris Paul and Devin Booker, right? And I was like, he was like, Devin Booker deserves to be in the MVP conversation. I was like. No, I think Chris Paul deserves to be in the MVP conversation. 
And I'll just say majority of the group chat agree with actually all of the group chat agreed with me. Okay. But we still we're still taking it to the podcast because I think Gotham has a few things to say. And obviously this is his take, you know, hot take, but a good an interesting take, maybe an unpopular take. But it's definitely not unpopular. I want you to start. I want you to take, right. I want you to start. All right, all right. I think D Book is honestly one of my favorite players uh, in the NBA right now. Just like by watching him play and the way he just he's he's smooth with everything he does. I think he's having an MVP season. He's at, he's shooting a career high from the field. He's almost shooting a career high from three. He's he's shooting great from the free throw line, and he's like he's the best what the best team in the West behind the Jazz, and he's averaging twenty six five and five with a steal and almost a block. So like. He's he's up to his game, and no doubt that Chris Paul also has a big effect on helping him create those shots. But you see some of the stat lines D Book has been putting up this season. I think he put up like what I think he put up like a thirty-five point game, like multiple thirty-five point games. He did a, he did a he was crazy against Charlotte. I remember like I was watching that game just because I'm a I'm a Hornets fan. R.I.P. to Gordon Hayward, but. Like he shot, he was like kind of inefficient at the beginning, but like when he's hot, he cannot miss from the floor. He is like, he's like one of those, uh, he's like a Jordan Clarkson, just like the way if he gets hot, he's a flamethrower. But he's also like, like uh, he takes it to the next level just because he's able to, like when he's not in a rhythm, he is able to get to the free throw line and like make sure that he gets in a rhythm. And that's what really like makes him an MVP candidate, and also the way he affects his teammates, and also the way the Suns are like the second seed in the West. All right, you done? Anything else to say? I mean, he winning on and off the court. Okay, okay. If you oh, know that's, what I mean. that's mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we'll cut that out. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's let's get started. I had to say. I had to say, it, bro. Continue. <sighs> okay. Devin Booker's been great. Not again. Not taking anything away from him. Talking about his stats, I don't remember what it was exactly you said, but it's been great. 25 plus, I think, is what it was. Great efficiency. But what has Chris Paul done with this team? Where were they last season? 10 seed, I believe. 10, 11 seed, actually, I think is what it was. Okay, but you know, you remember. Let me finish. I let you, I let you talk. I let you talk. I let you talk. I let you talk. Chris Paul has shown this throughout his career, been able to come to a team, flip it completely to a championship contender. Done the same thing, and you're talking about all these stats. Chris Paul doesn't. He has his stats. He's great with his stats. His stats may not be the best, but what does Chris Paul do? His impact goes beyond stats. The leadership, the like defensive anchor, he is. He's still a great defender. The clutchness, maybe Devin Booker's also a clutch player. I'm not taking anything away. He's really clutch. He makes plays. He's smart understands defenses that has brought the net the suns to the next level and i'm not saying he's like top top five mvp i'm not saying that. i just think his mvp resume maybe is what i'm going to try to say is better than devin Booker's. and you're going to sit here talking about how devin booker's been great 
but it's really because of Chris Paul. Chris Paul's spacing, everything. It's just been brilliant. Point guard at his, it's his finest, even at, what, 33, 34? I believe is how old he is. He's took the team to the next level. He's been smart, brilliant, actually phenomenal to watch Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. I can I can definitely say, like, watching Chris Paul is, like, a very – he's, like, one of the best point guards ever, like, in general in the NBA. And he's had that impact on teams previously also. We can see with, like, what he did with the like the New Orleans Hornets, what he did with the Clippers, the Rockets, the Thunder last year. That was crazy. And but at the same time, the – you had like Devin Booker, he he brings a mix of offense and he's an average defender. He's like he's not like an amazing defender. I'm not gonna say DPOI candidate, nothing like that. But he's an he's a very average defender. But he, he can be an average defender when he was scoring 26 on 50% shooting. Like and, and again, I'm, to- I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from that. I'm just saying you mm-hmm. take a look at what Chris Paul has done. Mm-hmm. And you, you can see it's there's games where he just takes it over. Maybe again, I just I think Chris Paul can drop zero points and still be the best player on the Suns. Like he can have the most impact on the floor. Okay, okay, again, that is true. But at and, the okay, same okay, time, okay. You just admitted it. He he has the, does he have the most impact on the Suns? No, I think D Book definitely has a bigger impact just because of his scoring and his ability. Like make where was the team last? Season? Where was the team last season? Okay, okay. You you forgetting about what happened in the bubble. Okay, the bubble, the bubble. Without Chris Paul. Before the bubble. Without Chris Paul. In the 72-game season. What was it, like 56? Sorry about that. Yeah, it was like, it was like 60 game games. Season, 60 yeah. games. That's a bigger sample size than 10 okay. games. Eight games. But, like, That's, okay. okay. Eight, no, eight no compared to 60 games. You're telling me that the eight no should matter more than the 60 games? No, def- okay, definitely not. Don't, don't take that out of context. But, like, look, it's not like you, you see what... Wait, did this when did the was Monty Monty was Monty Williams with the Suns the whole year last year, or or did he did the Suns coach get fired in the middle? I think he was with them the whole season. If I, I remember, remember the whole season, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what the Suns did in the bubble, they're playing very similar to what they're doing. But the addition no, of CP3, they're, they're, they're even oh better. They even CP three CP three check them down the next line. There's okay, what did okay. they do? In, they have new pieces. Jay Crowder's been brilliant. I just think CP3 is just, he's just different. He's just, he's going out on the court every night. So d is not going out. He's just, well, he's just chilling on the bench. Is that what's no, happening? No, okay. <laughs> Again, you're, you're not understanding what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Continue. He's been there for how long and done what? What has he ever done with the, his career in terms of team success? Who, d Okay, yeah. but who did, Never okay, had a okay, playoff experience. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. What who has Chris Paul done who, to this team? Who has d had, though? Like that doesn't matter. Pieces who, around okay, him. okay. Who has he had? Who has he had? You're okay, okay. Again, you're not understanding my point. I'm talking okay. about Chris Paul is done had a better impact on the Suns. Mm. He brings mm. so much to the table that Devin Booker doesn't have. Devin Booker know. cannot be a leader, right? He. I mean, no. I, I mean, he definitely, he definitely can be a leader. It's not. Like, he hasn't shown he can be a leader. Let me put it in that. Yeah, that's a better phrasing. I can Chris Paul. I can see that. Chris Paul, no doubt, is like Devin Booker's at mm-hmm. max an okay defender. Chris Paul is a great defender. Yeah, Chris Paul right? is so we were talking Paul, about so def- defense. Defense is Chris Paul's best. Yeah, yeah. In terms yeah, of yeah. offense, okay. 
Devin Booker's a great scorer, mm-hmm. but he just takes shots at will. Like, well, he yeah, can't come out you, every night. He, he, he can't come out every option. night and be consistent. Yes, he, he has can. nights where he shoots like 30%. Another night he shoots 60%. He can get hot. But Chris Paul has much, much better, like, how do, I, I can't put this in the worst. You have to watch the Suns. You watch the Suns. You see Chris Paul. Ain't nobody talking about Devin Booker, like, MVP candidacy. They're talking about Chris Paul MVP candidacy. What? Charles no. Barkley. Charles Barkley. Man, this Charles Barkley, bro. Don't come at me like that. You know how I feel about him. Actually, I don't, I don't have any feelings about him. I like him. He's, he's a cool dude. But, like, Eh. No, I mean, I, it's not Charles Barkley. Okay, like, okay, you go, you go find me someone that said Devin Booker should be in peak conversations. Okay, KOT four Qs. Like he, he has talked he said, about. I think he said he said Chris Paul. He said Devin Booker. I can put, I can, I can put a decent distance. You know why? Because congrats, after congrats he talked Kenny. about it, I wait, thought wait, about real it. Real quick, real quick. I just want to say congrats to Kenny. I know you're probably not going to listen to this podcast. But congrats <laughs> on one mil. I've been a fan since twenty. 18 or 17 so just yeah. good job man you kind of inspired us to make this podcast too yeah facts bro if i've put me on him like a couple years ago i've been watching his videos ever since mm. like he's very cool at what he do Jeez. Okay. <laughs> okay uh yeah i think okay back to the conversation again i am not taking away from devin but it's great but chris paul has taken him to the next level Okay, I can agree with that too. He, he has taken them to the next level. But it's not just Chris Paul who's done it. DeAndre Aiden has stepped up, up in his game. Jay Crowder. Okay, why what... do you why do you why do you think why do you think DeAndre Aiden's been better? Who's giving them the pick and roll? Okay, here. Let's let's go back. Two weeks ago, I don't I remember I don't remember if you watched, but did you watch that? Okay, even KLT4, he recapped it. You see the Jazz Suns game? Yeah, yeah, I watched. I watched that game. He was CP3 and who was, was taking that game over? Who? CP3. He, okay, okay. CP3 was being a dog in that game. I know. And I don't even think he He dropped like 16 points, make max that game. Ooh. And CP3? I can, yeah, I can clearly say he was the best player on that court. And I can, I feel you on that one. And he dropped, he dropped 29, not 16. <laughs> oh, well, my bad. But my bad, Chris Paul. But I'm just saying, like, how much? I think Devin Booker had more though, didn't he? Thirty. Yeah, yeah, he had thirty. He had thirty-five. Uh, yeah, but I can still clearly say Chris Paul was better. I can watch yeah, the Devin, game. Devin Booker was. Uh, he like, exposed Rudy Gobert so bad that game. I mean, if you're gonna put a big man, if you're gonna put a big man on, uh, they put a big man on big man. It was just a great pick and roll. Yeah, if you're doing a pick and roll, Chris Paul's Chris Paul's never like backed down from bigger defender. He's always made bigger defenders look silly. You remember what he did to uh He did that he did it. He was to really go there, I think. That's what yeah. it was. Well, we made him like turn around. Oh we know that was that was somebody else. Anyways. But just the way Devin Booker has stepped it up this season, I just think he should be at least talked about in MVP candidacy. Like okay, even in sideline sources, like we both follow, we we both follow that Instagram. I don't, right? I don't trust sideline sources. You, I'm that's not, cap. I'm not a, that's cap. You said I'm, you definitely okay, said uh, that to the Okay, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah, okay, check. you're right, you're right. All right, I, 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 yeah, but like I'm not gonna listen to the sideline sources on MVP candidacy. D more than ESPN, nine, Chris Paul, more 10. than Charles Barkley, more than Charles Barkley. <sighs> I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening to Charles. I'm, I, I, 
I okay, I just want to say this Charles Barkley has some whack like take, <laughs> but he's definitely more qualified than sideline sources. Hey, you don't know who running sideline sources. You never know. And it might just be somebody you know. And do you know who runs sideline sources? Because I don't. Who knows? Okay, it might but be it's definitely, it's definitely, okay, it's definitely not Charles Barkley. I mean, yeah, I don't think Charles Barkley is. On, I don't think it's anyone you know, on Charles Barkley's level. Yeah, I don't think so either. But we're straying from the point. There's multiple sites uh, where they say. I, I, I see you searching it up right now, and it ain't working. I ain't searching it up right now. Definitely okay. not. Okay. You know, right. I got All right, so all right, all right. We, we, gotta we gotta move on. on. We gotta move on because of time. Um. Yeah, you know what? You know what's up with it. You know what's up. You know what happened here. <laughs> we'll let we'll let the audience decide. Oh, if y'all have any thoughts, me. just DM just DM take on podcast mm-hmm. or DM me Ravon K twenty one or whatever. Your, what's your Instagram? Gotham. Uh, Gotham dot underscore zero four. And just Ooh. give us your thoughts. Yeah, I'm what pretty is... sure I know who's gonna win this argument, but we'll let them decide. Definitely me. There's no there's no reason all I can right. see. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, continuing on. Okay, so a few weeks ago, we were talking about your Hornets, too. Four mm. seed, all looking good, right? Oh, yeah. No, they're the eight seed. And they have okay. a great young core. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me, let me, let me. All right, continue, continue, continue. And another thing, the Pelicans, they started off slow. Their young core picked it up. So yeah. the question I have for you is, who's... Who has the best young core? Who has who has the biggest future as a team? As a team, if they don't would... make any changes right now, if they don't make any changes except adding draft picks, okay, and they keep their core right now. They keep the core right now. I I think the Hornets. I, I might be kind of biased because I may have mentioned it three or four times uh, that uh, I am a Hornets fan, but I just believe the. Watching this team this season, it is it put it it puts a joy into my heart. That first of all, we have a five hundred record. Do you know how rare that is as a Hornets fan, especially these last ten years? Actually, mm-hmm. I haven't been watching basketball for ten. Y'all years, make the like, playoffs, right? It was Kemba Walker one year. I remember that. Yeah, yeah we made it by when you guys swept by. No, we didn't get swept. No, we didn't get swept by the Heat. We took them to six, I think, or seven. You took oh, wait, the that was six. Well, yeah. I don't think that's. There, there was one year. There was one year. There was one year where we took the heat to seven. I remember. We were, we were up three two, and then they they mm-hmm. came back because LeBron is apparently just God. There's and no way y'all did. Switch that up right now. We we definitely did. I remember. I remember. I remember the whole thing. We were up three two in the first round, and then we blew it. Oh, we were up in the last game too. Mm. But I'm gonna okay. continue while you switch that up. No, you, you but, keep going, you keep going, my bad. Yeah, so I think, personally, the Charlotte Hornets have the best young core in the league. Like, LaMelo Ball. Oh, wait, you are right. Oh, I'm sorry about that. It was it was a seven-game series. Yeah, we we have, we are surprising. Oh, wait, no. This was, this was after that. This was when it was Hassan Whiteside, Gordon Dragic. This wasn't really? LeBron James. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Again, I wasn't there to watch this. I'm just going off what I remember, so... Before we I was like, there's no way there was. There was, I think, there was one time where I remember we did play LeBron one time in the. Yeah, and I think y'all got swept. I don't think we did. I think we won one game, and then we got swept. 
oh we got we got gentleman swept if that makes sense like we won one and then they swept us yeah yeah, yeah. but okay yeah my, my, keep going keep going with that yeah, yeah but back to my point i think personally that the hornets have the best young core in the league lamella ball rookie of the year candidate before he got injured miles bitch is what i personally i think he's one of the best role players in the league like he does he fits his role to a t he's averaging 11.66 rebounds on 50 almost 40 and like almost 90 and even though like vonte has been kind of slow this season like he's like his efficiency has been kind of down his shooting this and that his impact on the court just because of his playmaking because people levitate towards him because they know what he's done last year they that creates opportunities for other players like miles bridges like jalen mcdaniel's the martin twins and terry roger oof scary terry has been scary this year and also PJ Washington. I know PJ Washington has not done like amazing this last couple of weeks. I think, but he's like, I think our starting lineup with everyone healthy, our young core would probably be Lamelo Ball at the point guard, shooting guard Terry Rozier, Hayward at the small forward, then PJ Washington and Cody Zeller, and then Miles probably going to be the sixth man, and Malik Monk also having a great season. We have a lot of young people, young players stepping it up. because if you don't know the Charlotte Hornets are like injured from injured very badly like we are out of our six top scorers we have five of them are injured right now and that's where we kind of slid from the fourth seed to the eighth seed so i'm hoping that they're coming before the playing tournament and yeah so we have a lot of young pieces that would be important in the future Jalen McDaniels has been turning it on so is Malik Monk so has uh Mars Bridges and uh yeah that's why I think we would probably be, be one of the best teams and the fact that we were like 7 and 6 without LaMelo and I think we were 4 and 3 without Gordon Hayward and then without young core and yeah mm. yeah I mean I think the Hornets and LaMelo Ball should have won rookie of the year if he was healthy I think y'all the Hornets have a nice young core but I think the, the Pelicans is one that has a better core the hawks have better record than you. Um I think there's an argument that the Grizzlies can maybe I think I think y'all have a better future than the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Um I think OKC has a better future than y'all just cuz I like a billion draft picks. Yeah. Okay, um, but, mm-hmm. Minnesota is interesting, but I don't I don't think so. So I think it's those three teams mainly Hawks Pelicans mm-hmm. and Thunder. I can I can definitely see your point about Thunder just because of the assets like they have like 17 first round picks in the next 6 years or something right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I don't think the Pelicans have that great of, I mean no of course they have like a great future but just not as much as like the Hornets. Zion and Brandon Williams Bangrams, Benjamin Ingrams. I don't know what I'm saying. Benjamin Ingram, both stellar players. One of the best, probably Zion going crazy right now at 60% of the field, averaging 27 points. Benjamin Ingram's great. Lonzo Ball, uh, I always liked him, kind of, but he's been stepping it up this year. Uh, but at the same time, they have old pieces. They have old pieces on their team, like what Eric Bledsoe. They have Stephen Adams. 
who don't really fit what the Pelicans are trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that if when when they're able to get not get rid of but like I mean okay I, I see your argument but what about mm-hmm. the Hawks what about the Hawks okay the Hawks I can I can definitely see they have being a young core because they, what they have Trey Young I don't know how old is a uh, what do you call it Bogdan Bogdanovich mm, okay Bog, Bogdan can be replaced pretty easily I think he's a great player but I think he can be replaced you yeah. got you got you mm-hmm. also got John Collins. I think Clint mm-hmm. Capella is like 26, 27. I don't think he's that old actually. I thought, uh, I thought it was kind of DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. They took uh was it Omekia? He's 26. Yeah. Omekia. Yeah, no. Okay. I think I, I think they have better, they're they're better than you right now, too. Yeah. I definitely think the Hawks are a contender just for being like one of the like the best teams, the best young teams right now. But in the future, how do you think the Hawks will develop? Because I think they're reaching the ceiling right now. Trey Young, Trey Young's. I can't really put a ceiling on like Kevin Herter on that. Kevin Herter's on that team. Ke- okay, Kevin Herter is like. I, I he's a good couple. player. He's a good player. He's, he's, he's a good player, undoubtedly. But at the same time, I think he's just more of a catch and shoot guy, and he's not even shooting it that well. And he mm-hmm. does like a little bit of playmaking here and there, but. I don't. Kevin Herter is nice. If he can dev, develop his three point shot, because he's shooting thirty six percent right now, that is very average. Mm-hmm. If he can develop his three point shot, I think then the Hawks will be a much better team. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Trey Trey Young being able to be consistent, mm-hmm. consistently be able to shoot the ball well, mm-hmm. would be amazing for for the Hawks and my fantasy team. Just <laughs> just putting that in there. <laughs> And his playmaking is also amazing. And I could definitely see why the Hawks would be a good team. But at the same time, don't they, uh, their first round picks, don't they, don't they, I don't think they have this year, right? Because I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's going to be that valuable anyways. Yeah, just because of the way they're going. But I can definitely see why you think the Hawks could be uh, one of the best teams, one of the best young teams. Okay, due to time constraints, we got to move on to this topic. We'll touch this on maybe a few weeks later, maybe with some other guests. But the next topic is, yeah, we were talking about Kenny. How's the highlights? They posted this $15 chart Mm -hmm. where they're like, you have to build a team under under $15, right? Yeah, $15 team using $5, $4, $3, $2, $1. You can go watch KOT Sports. You on that video on that he picked made a team. Uh, I think they won the championship. I don't. He built two teams. I'm sorry. Two yeah, teams. yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. We can go look at how the highlights post. Right, right. But that too. Pretty much, there's this fifteen dollar thing for under twenty five players, and me and Ravant each picked out and made a team out of it. So Ravant, do you want to go first? Yeah, I actually changed my team since we did it. Actually, can you go first? I'm gonna change mine real fast. Alright, fine, fine, fine. So we have this $15 restraint, right? On what we can do. So my team, first for two dollars, I pick Lamelo Ball. Great playmaker, shooting. He's also been decently efficient this year, and I think he has so much potential in the following years. Lamelo Ball for number one. Then I have my boy D Book, 
MVP candidacy. You know what I'm saying? And he's like he's like the scorer to Lamelo Ball. So like Lamelo will drag in defenders, or D Book will drag in defenders, causing Lamelo Ball to get the ball. Then he can play make with the other people on my team. And between Lamelo and D Book, there was not much defense, as you may have noticed. So I put in Mikael Bridges, honestly one of the most underrated young players in the game right now, a really good defender, and a really solid, a really solid scorer at the same time. He's a he's a really good three and D guy. And then at my power forward, I put Zion. Again, he's just a beast in the paint. Nobody's stopping him. Shooting sixty percent from the field. With now he has a great playmaker, and he's able to pass it out to shooters like D Book and Mikael. That's a dub. And another thing to bolster up my defense, I picked up Miles Turner for $1. And this is just for more pain presence in defense and also for spacing. Because as you know, Zion is not like a great three-point shooter. He doesn't really take three-pointers, right? So mm-hmm. that's why I put, kind of put in Miles Turner where he shoots the three ball at a decent rate and he can hit them down from time to time. So all in all, Lamelo is two dollars. D Book is five dollars. Mikhail Bridges is one dollar. Absolute deal. Zion is five dollars, and Miles Turner is one dollar. That totals up to fourteen dollars, leaving me one dollar left in budget. And uh, okay. yeah, your turn. I built. I actually built a team where I think I I took into consideration spacing, fit, and everything. Mm-hmm. And I there's still a lot of holes on this team, but I feel like this would work. I gotta have Luca on my team to start with. Mm-hmm. Him and Zion, probably <sighs> debatably. But I, 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 I'm not. My bad. I didn't pick him yet. I was just saying him and them two mm-hmm. can be the best under 25 players. I picked Luca, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I picked Ben Simmons for four dollars. I think if I move Ben to the small forward, he's still success. He's pretty much still good. Small forward, mm-hmm. power forward, basically anything. He's still really good. And then with three dollars, I put SGA at the two mm-hmm. to. Again, great defense. Compliment mm-hmm. Luca's offense. He can shoot. Right. And ben and Luca's can be a bit of awkward spacing, but I think ball Ben isn't really that ball dominant. Well, Luca's pretty ball dominant. I've seen SGA play with the star too. And mm-hmm. then I picked up MPJ, getting another spacing piece. Yes, sir. And to wrap it up, I picked Miles Turner. Oh, that is a very solid team. I got it. I needed. I needed someone else to start stretch the floor. So mm-hmm. I have three, four people that can shoot Luca in there. Mm-hmm. I have Ben Simmons again. Might affect a bit of the spacing, but I think Ben and Luca yeah. can work it out pretty easily. Yeah. So are you playing Ben Simmons at the three? three. I'm playing Ben Simmons at the three. I'm playing MPJ at the four. That's you can great. interchange them. You can interchange them. I would. I would rather play Ben Simmons at the three and then MPJ at the four. I could see that. We'll see. I mean, depends on matchups too, because Ben's de- obviously a better defender. I wouldn't want MPJ guarding Ooh. Anthony How Davis. <laughs> that is true. How would you think about this? Right. If our teams matched up, I mean, obviously, like, Turner and Turner would get canceled out. Just ignore that. <laughs> but, like, how do you think our teams would match up? Luca versus Lamelo. I think Luca's going to win that matchup just because you think? Lamelo's. Hey, bro, I'm giving Luca credit. Let me give him credit. You want me to say Lamelo? Okay, you know, okay, what? here, here. Before we, decide all this, before we decide all this, repeat your team. Wait, what? Repeat your team. Oh, repeat my team. Uh, Lamelo, D Book, Mikhail, Zion, and Miles Turner. Okay. Mine is Luca, Ben, mm-hmm. SGA, MPJ, mm-hmm. and Turner. Let's not okay. decide this because 
we're gonna argue for another 30 minutes and we're already pretty yeah. slow on time yeah because you know how to win. yeah and same thing as before just <laughs> either comment on our insta post we, yeah. we'll, we'll make one we'll make one we'll add yeah. a couple interesting things in there uh dm take one podcast yeah that's another one i find really interesting mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's about it for that one mm-hmm. now moving on to how we were talking about how Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks had one of the young, the best young teams in the league. How do you think of the recent Atlanta Hawks performance? They're right now 30 and 25, one of the best teams in the East, and they're picking up pace ever since they fired the old head coach. So what are your thoughts on the Atlanta Hawks? I just want to say Nate McMillan is actually a really good coach. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the Pacers did a bad job actually firing him. He was really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're in a great pace. I don't think they're a championship level team yet. That's pretty obvious with like the top three, top four teams. But I think give them a two or three more years, they can get to that level. Yeah, I I, I have I have the same consensus on what I have this pretty much the same consensus on what Ruan said. Atlanta Hawks have been doing really good. They just they just have been killing the game recently. They've been on like a three four game winning streak. I will Trae say Young's, this though. I, yeah, Trey Young's been hurt, isn't he? Yeah, he's been hurt too. I was about to say because uh, what do you call it? Bogdanovich has been picking it up recently. Clint Capella is an absolute beast. Oh my god, he's like really underrated. As a topic for another day, but like he's so underrated. He's <laughs> one of the best rebounders and one of the best shot blockers in the league. And just like, but he got destroyed by Miles Bridges. Just I'm just gonna put that in there. You know, Miles Bridges lost. ended. Okay, man, but we didn't have like five of those scores, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But like, Miles Bridges destroyed Clint Capella. You gotta, you gotta admit that. Yeah, it was a good. It was probably one of the. I think Anthony Edwards is dunk of the year just because that was, that was brutal. He passed up a three on it too. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's that, that, that's true. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going on. Yeah, okay. Atlanta plays the Nets today, by the way. That's, I think it's, I don't know if Trey Young's back or not. I haven't really looked at mm-hmm. Trey Young's like that, but if he's back, I think that's, is it the Nets? I don't know if it's the Nets. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It might be. No. No, it's actually, it's not the Nets. I'm sorry. They, they played a good team today. Um, I'm sorry. I forgot who it was. They played the Bucks today. Bucks, Bucks. That's a, that, that's a matchup. Yeah, I think I might, matchup. I'm going to like, yeah, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Um, added to today's matchups. Okay, so another thing that I think that I mentioned is Giannis had Giannis has been great this season. Injured at times, but he's been great. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like Giannis is a bit overrated. See, I think the opposite. I think how Giannis does, is underrated. No, he's no. I don't think he's overrated. That's my that's my thing. But I think he's underrated this year, just a little bit, just just a tiny amount. Maybe, yeah, he's been he's been overshadowed by the Nets. He's been, but, yeah, just I just been, think I just think mm-hmm. last season, the year before he was overrated. Yeah. Okay, last season, the thing is he wasn't able to progress the that, that was a big knock on Giannis's whole campaign. Right? And he still hasn't. He still hasn't. What has he really developed? Nothing. I mean he's been the same the last three years, which is great. He's still he's a beast. I mean, MVP candidate. Again, I can hear something else I'm trying to take. I'm not 
when mm. I'm like saying that he's overrated, he's still great player. Maybe right. he deserved one of his MVPs. I don't think he deserved both. But again, mm. yeah. So I just think mm. there's just he just doesn't show up in that. He's in clutch. He isn't. He doesn't have that yet. You know, and mm. like came on the line. Okay, I can give the ball to you. You can get me a bucket. He doesn't have that. Sometimes he he can do that. Sometimes I, I've never maybe I've, only thing I've, I've seen him do is hit the game winning layups. No, he's hit a jumper against the Sixers. Mm, another like thing I remember. See the pace of the things I'm seeing is remember open was it maybe not opening day, a couple of days over opening day they played the Celtics. Uh-huh. Oh, First, I remember Jason the game. Tatum set stuff, side steps him. He gets uh-huh. fouled. Still has a chance for everything. Uh-huh. And misses both. I think he missed, made one, misses the second free throw to lose. Oh, yeah. I just think his shooting is an issue in the clutch. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's not, he's never been a great free throw shooter, 72% from the free throw line in his career. Mm-hmm. But, like, I remember at the beginning of the season, he was like really bad. Remember, it was like, it was like 40 or 50%, right? He's picked it up, like, now. He's picked it up. But at the same time, like I believe, like even though he's playing more minutes, he's shooting it more efficiently from at least from last year from the field and from everywhere. And he's just been taking less shots. He's been playmaking a little bit more. He's been defending a little bit more. And uh, yeah, that's why I think he he shouldn't be MVP this year, obviously, but he's kind of underrated to be fair. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we were actually going to talk about. The Grizzlies and the most underrated player this week, but due to time constraints, we're gonna move on. Post those for next week. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was on TikTok the other day, and <laughs> I was going uh, through, and you know that Drake, the Drake sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one off, and he goes, "That's facts. That's facts. That's facts." Oh, yeah. I am freaking lemon pepper freestyle, right? Yeah. yeah. So. I was, I was, there was this one that goes, D Wade is better than James Harden. Uh-huh. Right. And me, obviously, being curious, I know everyone's going to be like, something's going to happen on the comment section. So open right. the comment section. And I see James Harden's better, James Harden's better, James Harden's better. Some people said D Wade's better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just got, I got to send it to you, you know, yeah. spark up a debate. <laughs> And yeah. we didn't really debate. We just said, well, this is something we can talk about on a podcast. You're right. So who do you think is better? I'll start with that. I think like better in general, like his whole career. And then, I mean, obviously. Yeah, his whole career. His whole career. What am I saying? Yeah. I would take Harden, personally. Mm-hmm. Why are you moaning, I- bro? <laughs> <laughs> We gotta cut I'm that out. Yeah, I'll cut it out. Continue. Okay, but here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. D Wade is three time champion. Three, four? Four, four, three, three or four time champion. Three time champion, three, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was all with the heat, right? And I yeah, he's he's, he's forever heat. Like he yeah, switched yeah. teams, but he's he was always like a heat nation guy. Like yeah, he, he came was back. always on the heat. Yeah, he came back. But I want to mm-hmm. start with like saying this. Mm-hmm. I believe it was oh six finals, yeah, oh six finals. He played dark in the Mavs. Mm-hmm. You go watch game 
six and seven of that series. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I think that just pretty much sums up my argument. He's just better. I mean, I think James Harden's been plenty of situations where I think he could have won and he didn't. He could have made the okay. championship game. I, I all- think that I, I think I think James Harden definitely has a better skill set than mm-hmm. DA. Maybe again, I think that might be a stretch too. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, okay. D Wade's mm-hmm. ridiculous. The flash defensive end. He mm-hmm. hit that mid range. He developed a three eventually. Maybe not a three. Right, right. He developed somewhat of a three. Yeah, but eventually. He, eventually. I just think he Actually, was good. He was really good. Not really. Is he wasn't really a great three. He was he was more of a he was a decent three point. He, yeah, I know no. he was more of a slasher, but he, he developed a He's sort not of a three. No. sort of like he took Never. more. He took more. He took more. I mean, kind of. I can see it. I mean, the max he took was three point six a game, and he shot thirty three percent. That was his highest percentage. Yes, I know, but like to see him when I was watching old B Wade. Yeah, I can I can understand that, but again, D Wade's not even it's not known for three point. Yeah, he's, he's more of a slasher, more of a mid range, mid range. He's fast. Yeah, defensive guy. He's fast. Yeah. The flash. The flash. I mean, I think, but yeah. I think mm-hmm. D Wade's accomplished more. More of I'm, a clutch player than James Harden is. I, I and I'm a guy. I mean, I'm a guy who loves James Harden, mm-hmm. but I also love D Wade. But I just think D Wade just had mm-hmm. a better career. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, you think, you think, you definitely think D Wade's had a better career. Three time champion. Oh yeah, definitely because his, his accolades as well. It's like I just he's think racked, I just he's racked up success. He's, yeah, he's I think D Wade's a better player. But at the same time, I think he won all of his championships with LeBron with them, right? No, no. That's, right? that's what I'm talking about. 06. There was just ridiculous. Wait, so then he has, he has four championships then, right? Because didn't they win three in Miami? Or am I tripping? We're looking goofy right now. <laughs> yeah. We, so I, I swear to... Oh, oh, I need to search this up. Let me make sure. My mind's all over the place right now. Uh, no, yeah, I'm right. They won two. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. Oh, they, they won two with LeBron. He won one in 2006. And uh-huh. and I'll show you the stats. The Miami Heat championship game. And, oh, we're about to, we have to wrap this up soon. But Oh, it was the Miami. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was. I, it was I, I remember. I mean, I don't remember. I remember, I okay, so this was playing, video. this was playing on TV a few months ago. Game mm-hmm. six of this game. Yeah, and game seven, but you go look at what D Wade did there. I mean, yeah, I'll pull it up D-Wade, for you since D Wade went crazy 42, 36, 43. Oh, it's 36. game five and six. I'm sorry, game five and six. Yeah, 36 and 43. And Definitely. he struggled that game six first half, so maybe not struggled, but you go look at the third and fourth quarter of that game. Oh, yeah, Shaq, too. I didn't even notice. Yeah, that was old Shaq. Come on now, that is old, old Shaq. Old, that is yeah. old Shaq. 34 years. That is 2006. That is old. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. He's 34. I, I, I okay. do. Okay. Second half, D Wade in, in a game mm-hmm. six, 17 yeah. points. In that second mm-hmm. half, I think it was like uh, 11 in the fourth quarter. Wow. They had a lot of old players on this team. They, they did. It was, they it was had Gary Payton, too. Gary Payton, too. Yeah. I, this was a team that a lot of people didn't, I think. Uh, it was a really old team. The Mavs, was, this was like the first year we saw Dirk in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Dirk. That's on, that's that's another thing for Dirk. Young Udonis Haslam. 
Yeah, I mean, twenty. Yeah, he was twenty six. Adonis Haslam was it was nice, I think, right? That, that year. Yeah, I he mean, was kind of nice. Eleven points. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. Yeah. Okay, but but straight from the point. But the I think James Harden, right? The thing is, he's oh, like okay. he's thirty two. This was this what I was talking about. Game mm-hmm. five, seventeen points in the fourth quarter. Hmm. That's that's very clutch for him. Uh, but at the same time, Harden right has played. Harden's skill set, I feel, is more refined. His individual stats have been better than D Wade. I mean, I know D Wade isn't. He's much better. He's he's a slasher. He's defense. But I think Harden's an okay defender. He's not like as bad as like people portray him to be, in my opinion. Like he does, he does his thing, and then he moves. And then he averages insane numbers, 35 points and then like eight assists. Or this year he's like 25 and 11. He can change his game to fit around his team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is that is something I think is like very important to have like the NBA player. He can shoot and like he can pass. Like if he if he plays like he did in Houston, like he does in Brooklyn, the Nets would not be as good. Because all right. doing all of that. Yeah. I and, mean, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Due to time. We got to wrap this part up. Mm-hmm. And we got, you know what time it is, score for more. Yes, sir. Uh, two weeks ago, I said, I want my, I got my upset. Coffee got his upset. Mm-hmm. We'll put our chart, our Instagram post. Go check out our Instagram, take one podcast. Yeah, tell um, them what the scores are, the points, baby. Yeah, you tell them real fast. All right. So we had three people just because Optic was with us last week. So I had six points. I was leading. Ravant had four and Topic at zero. And like the thing. <laughs> Come on, Topic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Those upsets came in clutch for both of us. That gave us a plus two. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you ready for this one? Yes, sir. Okay. This is some semi interesting if Trey Young's healthy. But uh, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll take this out because I don't think Trey Young's healthy. Yeah. Uh, Nets, so Nets and Sixers. Uh, that's a tough one, bro. I want to support the James Nets, Harden's but not like, healthy yet. James Harden, yeah, I got the Sixers on that. Actually, wait. The Sixers won yesterday. They yes, play again yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, Sixers and Nets. I would say uh, I would put the Sixers. Yeah, Sixers. Yeah. Okay, and. And I, you know what? I got. I think I got the Nets. Ooh, that is nice though. That, Warriors, that comes to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Warriors, Celtics, Saturday prime time. I got I, I want the Celtics to lose, but you know what? I got Warriors. I'm gonna back Steph Curry. Even though I don't, yeah, Steph Curry got it. I need. I need the Celtics to lose. Who you got? You got the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I got the, I got the Celtics. Another disagreement on the streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Clippers Blazers. Blazers. I got Clippers. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, but I would like if Kawhi Leonard and PG aren't healthy, then mm-hmm. I got Blazers. 
I'm assuming that the Clippers are healthy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it don't I count if the Clippers aren't healthy. That's what I'm telling you. <sighs> what do you mean, eh, bro? I can't. I'm assuming everyone on every team is healthy. Fine. Except James Harden. I know James Harden's not healthy. I'm making my assumption make, saying that James Harden isn't healthy. Yeah, KD should be back. Wait, KD is back. KD is back. KD is back. He is back. Oh, I'm taking Nets then over the Sixers. I thought KD was still out. Okay. I mean, okay, we I agree mean, on that. KD, okay, KD. Nuggets, Nuggets, Trailblazers. You know, I got to go for my boy, the Nuggets. You know how it is. MPJ, Jokic. You know how it is. You know what? I'm going to go with you on this one. I got Nuggets. Yes, sir. Believe in the Mile High City. Suns versus Celtics next Thursday. Suns. I got Suns too. I'm going to pick against the Celtics. Hopefully, they will lose. <laughs> All right. You ready for the upsets? Yes, sir. Who you got? I'm still, I'm actually still looking. <laughs> you got anything? Uh, did you do 76 as books? Oh, that's a game? Yeah, Thursday. When? Oh, next Thursday? Yeah, 22nd. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, who you got for that? I got, I got books. You got books? Yeah. Okay. I got my upset ready. No, I don't, no, I don't. You got any? You got any on the top of your head or not? No, I'm looking through right now. <laughs> <laughs> for, for context, this happened. This happened last time too. Yeah, <laughs> we were just looking. We, we were just like, uh, we were about to finish it. Right, and was like, "Oh, what's your upset?" And then I saw the first matchup. I was like, "Yep, Grizzlies got this." And apparently, I was right. So I'll take a dub on that. I actually, I actually like reasonably assumed. He just guessed. I, I guess the what the matter you know should be the since you're so confident in your hornets take them over the blazers. No, I am that confident. We have no players on our team. We are playing with Jalen <laughs> at a small court. We are not seeing the blazers. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I have one. Pacers, I don't want to pick them. Okay, Pelicans over the Knicks. I got I got hmm, I'm not right with that one. Actually, no. I got the Hornet Bulls over your Hornets. When is that? Next Thursday. I hope we win that game. We have that's that's a must-win game. They would they will actually probably win though. Knowing knowing the Hornets, we are gonna mess this up somehow. We're gonna we're gonna go on like a 15 game losing streak or some, something dumb like that. Just because we have no players on our team. All right, all right, we'll... Okay, that's that's another point. I'll, I'll yeah. probably edit that out too. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, that's Pretty much all that we have for, for you guys here today. Uh, come back next week. We're going to talk about more interesting topics regarding basketball and include and in the music industry. And uh, yeah, uh, take care and peace. See y'all.